your host, Franco Vega, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way. On this program, we'll interview folks who have been through some pain, like my beautiful Foss youth, and who have turned that pain into power. To learn more about our organization and our mission, please visit our website at therightwayfoundation.org. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 Minutes of Healing the Right Way. I'm your host, Franco Vega. We have some awesome guests in the building, Felicia Michelle. Let's all welcome her. How are you doing, Felicia? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. No, we're honored to have you. You know, you gave me a briefly of your resume, so <laughs> I'm honored we have a Hollywood person in the building. Oh, um, but, uh, you know, tell us who is Felicia. Let's start there. Oh, uh, well, I'm the only Felicia you'll never want to say bye to. I always start off with that. Um, I, um, I'm, if you ask my mom, she'll tell you I'm a little girl from South Jersey. Okay. Um, and that's essentially really what I am. A little girl from South Jersey who had a really big dream of uh, working in television and being on television. Um, and I let life almost derail me from that dream, okay. um, but I'm actively working on it. And, and I feel like I'm on to something right now, you know, working a lot of jobs, working okay. a lot of hosting jobs okay. and producing and getting a lot of great experience and working with some honestly legends uh, that I never would have imagined I got to. I know, so that's, you, that's a little bit of who I am. Awesome. <laughs> well, we could drop one legend's name. You mentioned a comedian, my guy from uh, Def Comedy Jam. Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Coyer. Woo, woo, woo yeah. to the Coyer clan. Yeah. yeah. That dude is Getting hilarious. Yeah, we have a morning. He has a morning show he does uh, every morning. Um, and we just have a good old time there and get to enjoy it. Um, I think some people like are divine and every interaction uh-huh. is, is divine in some way that orders a step. Mm-hmm. And I went to an event that it wasn't that great, but I met him there and he said, I don't know, it's something, it's something about you. And then, um, just had, had me on and, um, you know, Ashley and Ashley Gale and, um, DJ Dave are awesome. So just being embraced by that whole, uh, fan base of his and everyone on the show has just been really awesome. So let me rewind. You had an opportunity and you made the best of it. You didn't drop the ball. Yeah, I yeah, I had opportunity that wasn't it wasn't thrilling while I was there. Um, Mm -hmm. but you have to get the job done sometimes and you never know what what's gonna come out of that. Just being like, I'ma just you know, nothing happens if you don't show up. And that's kinda what I say. Nothing can happen if you don't show up. And if you show up and it's not that great, okay, but something may happen and that's one of the things that happen from just showing up. I'ma steal that one. Nothing happens if you don't show up. You're right. We got to tell our kids showing up is half the battle. It really is. Showing up is half the battle. Oh, that's awesome. And you're an East Coast person, uh, Jersey. Do you hear the you accent? You, no, I don't. You I know. worked really hard on that thing. Oh, no. I love my, yo, son, yo, God. Yo, I love my New York people. Oh, East no, Coast, I love I'm, East Coast. I'm more like by Philadelphia. So it's okay. more like John and Young Bull and oh, okay. talking like that. Like, got like you, that. got <laughs> you, got you, got you. Can you do the Boston accent? No, I don't okay. know how to do that one. <laughs> pock, cocky, pock the cock, right? Is that it? Awesome. Okay. Well, you know, our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way, pain the power. You know, let's go deep into Felicia and your background. You know, you mentioned a little bit with your intro about you let sometime life kind of derailed you or you almost got derailed. What, what, talk to us. Um, I, I think it was that maybe uh, having a lack of confidence. I always joke and say my older sister um, is Beyonce and I'm Solange. I always would make that joke uh-huh. for years. I would make it not, not no diss to Solange, but you know, yeah. she's amazing too. But like sometimes you have an older sister or somebody who's that close to you in your life and they're just killing it. Um, It can kind of make you feel a little bit inferior. Um, But I I think everything happens for a reason. And it kind of put a fire in me to like get to like her kind of like level to like kind of be on her level. Mm -hmm. But there was some confidence issues. And so every time that maybe I had opportunity to get in the front, I kind of didn't want to, but I always gravitated 
gravitated to like TV and television tech, but mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't want to be on camera, but I'll be the director okay. or I'll be the producer. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting in proximity mm-hmm. of what I wanted to do, but not really ever having the courage to do it. I was going to actually be a teacher okay. and decided like, oh, that would be safe. I love English. I love writing and, you know, I not like kids. And so I think it could work out. Um, but I had an educator tell me, no, Felicia, you're not going to do that. That ain't for you. There's something else for you. I was so pissed when she told me that. But she was right and, and ended up just being like, I'm going to take this the leap of faith mm-hmm. and I'm going to choose journalism, broadcast journalism as my major, which is extremely competitive industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a bunch of different nuances and things that... Um, journalists of color deal with that other journalists don't deal with. Correct. Uh, and I gave it a go. Um, I sucked. <laughs> I, was, I sucked. I was really bad. I was really, really bad. And then I, I, then I was in a relationship and I thought, okay, well maybe I won't have a career. Maybe I'll just be like a mom and like a, a wife and stay at home. And I know that probably sounds crazy mm-hmm. now cause I have so many different jobs. Uh-huh. Um, but that was a horrible relationship. And, um, I experienced domestic violence in that. Mm. Um, I experienced just feeling totally beaten down. So if I already had confidence issues, right, and I already tried to go for something and it failed and didn't work, and now I'm in a relationship with somebody who I am deeply in love with, but they clearly, there are several issues in this, like not just like verbal abuse, but like physical abuse as well. Um, And it's funny because I don't think anyone would ever guess that in Mm. talking to me or um, anything. They would never have guessed it. In fact, I've actually never really talked about it like oh wow like i've never seen never really talked about it um so, but there's value in it yeah. i think um how'd you domestic violence how'd you heal from that how'd you first how'd you escape that some women don't escape it i just decided well honestly i was just tired mm-hmm. i was very very tired um of trying my best and nothing kind of working and i just remember i it was like literally it's so dramatic but it was actually what happened i was on the bathroom floor now imagine how down and low you have to feel to be laying on the bathroom floor now it was my bathroom it wasn't a public bathroom yeah. but i'm on the bathroom floor and i'm like just crying because it i'm miserable living here um I'm not appreciated. I'm doing all this work and like in household work and cooking and cleaning. And that's hard work too. You know, I'm doing these things not appreciated and um, it's horrible and I'm crying and I'm crying and I'm just like, I don't want this. Like I can't, like I can't be with him. Like I can't, this can't be my life with this person. And I literally heard it as if somebody was in the room. Like God was like, I have better for you. I have more for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh great. Now I'm going crazy. Now I'm hearing <laughs> stuff. I'm like not only am I depressed and do I have anxiety, but now I'm, lo- I'm really losing it. And then I was like, and I heard it again. I was like, I have better for you. I have more for you. And I'm like, well, what can I, ha- what do you have? I have mm-hmm. no experience doing the job that I want to do. I have no money. Um, I have, I've cut off relationships with my family because I chose to be with this person. They don't want me to be with this person. I don't actually even have that person's support or even their familial support because, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to take the side of the person that's in their family. Um, so I, I, what, what do I do? Um, and I don't know what happened. One day we just got into a really big fight and I, he was sleeping real peacefully. And I was like, I cannot believe somebody can raise so much hell for me and then sleep peacefully. And I just started just packing that stuff up. I just started like getting my stuff together and I, I left like in a, a hurry. Like I left a bunch of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was like, forget it. I'm out. I <laughs> like was it was nuts. On the West Coast? Out here? I, no, I, when okay. I lived back east. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. I lived back east coast. Yeah. And what you do, you packed up, moved out. 
uh, you had a family to go to or what happened? I mean, my, my family is amazing and they're always supportive of me okay. with anything that I do. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, yes. Like it was like almost like a relief, basically. Did they know you were being abused? Um, I think they had some inclination. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they knew like how far it actually mm-hmm. went, but I think they knew that there was like some controlling aspects and definitely some horrible behaviors. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were aware. So if we have a young lady or man, because men can be victims of domestic violence, yeah. domestic violence, but what would be your advice to have them do what you did? <sighs> it takes courage uh-huh. to do to do anything that you feel like is outside of yourself. So it's like the same thing of having a dream of being a host, right? I had a lack of confidence and that's why I didn't want to make leaps of faith and why I didn't want to do things. Um, so I think it's sometimes lack of confidence that someone beats you down and they tell you lies about yourself, you know, to not necessarily just try to beat you down, but to also make sense for themselves of why they do the things they do or why they say the things that they say. Um, you have to just recognize cycles and, and understand that it's not going to change. I think it's something like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. result. Yeah, correct. yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I don't want to piss the audience off, but I don't think if a person in a, in a domestic violence relationship that can ever change, meaning that he will stop one day, say, I'm going to stop beating you. You know, I don't, I, I, it could be out there. You could have men out there that said, I'm going to stop beating up on my beautiful wife or beautiful partner. But, you know, I think that the, the goal is you got to have to leave that piece it's of It's less than likely because it's a, it's a relationship based off of fear, fear instilled in the victim of domestic violence mm-hmm. that if you like, if you leave, you have nothing, you only have mm-hmm. me and you whatever. And then fear for, I think even the person who is the abuser mm-hmm. is that they know somehow something deep inside of them is broken mm-hmm. and that they feel like somebody won't want that thing. And so they try to control people through fear. Um, I have a good question. I believe it's a good question. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, and I don't know if you're a mother or not, but let's pretend you are a mother and you have a beautiful daughter and Uh, she, you raise her. How can, is there anything you can do or we can do as parents to stop our beautiful daughters becoming a victim from domestic violence? Is there anything that you can recognize as a little girl that maybe could have helped you? So, um, I hope that one day I have a beautiful little girl Mm -hmm. so that I can tell her these things. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, I think what it is, is validation. Mm -hmm. We all are seeking validation, Mm -hmm. um, from somebody. Um, I have an uncle who is currently incarcerated. He's been Mm -hmm. incarcerated, um, to a life sentence, three strikes Mm -hmm. in Florida. And he has the most beautiful concepts of love because he's had had time to really you know think and Mm -hmm. he said to me something that just really stuck with me he said you know Felicia the biggest difference in someone's life is whether or not they receive love that's what I realized in here um and and it's like what kind of love are you receiving you know what are what are we what are we telling you what's what's being fed into you like I believe in those affirmations when people sit there and tell their kids you know say I'm smart I'm you know Mm -hmm. uh I'm I'm this I'm that those I am statements I really affirm that you know because you kind of just think, oh, well, you look at a child and you can see all the potential and you see all mm-hmm. that. But you may have to reflect the mirror back to them mm-hmm. of, of what, what they're capable of. Right. You know, um, because it's the same way in us. Like we are our hardest critics. Correct. Why wouldn't children also be? Remember, think about middle school. Like how. Right like awkward and, yeah, and scared yeah, and, and self-conscious all of us were though that's the children feel like that and they need to be really affirmed in those things and like and actually have, let's have real conversations with our kids yeah. too about 
love bombing and and which a lot of people do um, in domestic violence situations where they just like pour all this love on you that you can't even imagine the fact that they would be doing this to you. You know, like just different warning signs and having real conversations about relationships, about sex, about self-love, about um, a variety of things. And and it's not comfortable. It's very it's very uncomfortable right now for me to to tell this story, because even though I know I didn't do anything wrong, I feel embarrassed and, you know, and we don't talk about things like that because it's embarrassing. You know, you don't want to tell your you know, you might not want to tell your daughter or your son that something happened to you and you were a victim um, because you always want to, you know, seem like a hero in their eyes. I'm not a parent, so I can't imagine. um, But my plan is to have a very candid conversation. Correct. Correct. Well, I don't know if this right or wrong. My audience might send nasty emails to my producer. Um, But I tell my 14 year old son uh, that if he ever hits a girl, I cut him off. That'll be the, I won't, I don't deal with, you could, you know, no, we don't play that game, you know? And I never spanked my son, but I told him I'll knock him out. I mean, we, don't, <laughs> we don't play that junk. You don't hit a girl. No, come hit me, you know, and see what you get, you know? And so now nah, we, I'm, and we have three beautiful daughters too on top of that. So, you know, he's the only son, but uh, wow. Yeah. If I grow with them beating on him. <laughs> uh, the five-year-old does. The five-year-old does. But we're going to wrap it up. Uh, you dropped some jewels on me today that we're going to use in our workshop because you said something very important uh, that, uh, we have to give these kids loves and in the foster youth system they don't give our kids love yeah. and we run workshops here and we have to show them love we have to instill in our staff to keep just loving them well I would love to come back you want me to talk to oh, yeah. the girls or the, and the guys yeah, yeah, and more definitely. in depth about my story like I have no issue oh, no. doing that we we will get it going uh, <laughs> but I want to thank Felicia thank she you. came in here and dropped some jewels almost had me crying <laughs> normally it's the guest crying but no this is awesome I want to thank the universe for blessing us and giving our producer uh, some time so you can come in here and do an interview. I know you unleashed some things on us and hopefully you got it off your chest, feel a little bit better, you know. But good job, my dear. Appreciate you. I made it. <laughs> All right, and we're out. Tune in to us next week. Thank you. Peace. tuning into the right way podcast 10 minutes of healing the right way and we invite you to come back every week read more about us and our mission at the rightwayfoundation.org